Hello, this is Carmen. And Moises. And welcome to Yoga Burn. Yes. One so, more fantastic episode. So today's episode, the title is... We're going to do something very yogi, right? So we're going to talk about backbends. Yes. With a specific purpose of how do I do contortionist backbends if I'm stiff as a board That is in a week? That cannot... In a, in, a, in a week, in a yeah. week, you always do. You have limitations you always, you of the mind. You always do this. You always do this. Don't have you, limitations of the mind. <laughs> you always, do this. you always tell me. Why do you have limitations of the mind? You, oh, shut up! Shut up! Shut up for a second. You always tell me. Let's talk about backbends, and then you come up with another title yes. that I don't even know what you write. I improve it on the podcast. I improve it. <laughs> on the, I have no clue what you write on the podcast. I, I take to the, another on, limit on the website. I have no idea. I take it to another level. Okay. <laughs> I, I bet. I bet. I bet you do. I bet you do. So I thought we were going to talk about backbends. Yes. And But I mean, talking about backbends is like talking about any topic. It's just so big. Like cake? You know? <laughs> cake, like cars, like, you know. You want to not talk about cars? No. Cars. I don't know anything I'm, about cars. I'm not interested at all. Uh, you know, but. Cake then? Just, <laughs> no. Just any, any topic that you pick is just, it's so broad, it's so big, you know. So backbends, what do you want to talk about? I mean... How do I do good backbends if I'm stiff as a board in a week, contortionist level? That is just not going to happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you some money and, you know, it may, it may disappoint you, but Okay, let's say I'm not stiff as a board. How do I do contortionist backbends? With a lot of practice... Uh, and chances are you you're never gonna be able to do that. Thank I mean, you. you Thank have you very to, much for the for to. the hope for the support. <laughs> Why? Why? No, because I mean, some people are just structurally it's just not gonna happen. I mean, you you're not gonna put your butt on your head. You cut in my wings now. <laughs> and uh, it's just because you know so, some everyone's spine is different and everyone has different features in their bodies and you know it may it may not happen it may happen with practice but it it may not happen you know you you never know but um i feel like the expectations are somewhat unrealistic okay, so that's what, what, what that's what like what you're saying is very very much so what would someone would expect this how phase. do you set expectations then Mm, of what, to, what should I expect? I'm coming here. I'm doing yoga. I want to like uh, get my, my. I'm stiff as a board or not, whatever. But I want to get my back more flexible, and I'm super flexible, medium flexible, stiff as a board flexible. But uh, I want to to get better. What expectations would you set? Well, I mean. I, there's a lot of, I mean, this, you always put me in this, in this yeah, position, yeah, 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 like yeah. you're always asked, throwing a question and it's just, there's no context, context of any kind. So, I mean, how long has in, this person been practicing? Two years. Um, cause by the second year or so, second or third year, chances are you, I mean, cause everybody in the beginning, you advance pretty fast, right? Mm -hmm. When you start yoga, you all of a sudden you can do like some more balances or some poses or because something. you go from zero to something exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's, that's where I am that's, that's my level so uh, and then some people go faster than others but everybody is so progresses somewhat faster than later and I, I would say maybe you know in six months a year two years but you're gonna hit a moment that you will not advance that fast anymore. 
So I got everything I could get for free. Yes, that's exactly, that's actually Is that how it works? That's actually pretty accurate, yes. So So, the first couple of months, years, is like whatever you can get for free. Yes, yes. And then... Without any work, really. And then... Any real work. And then then the yoga process and the yoga journey... Then starts. Starts. By then I switch sports, I go to the gym. (laughs) Maybe you can switch. (laughs) This is fucking hard. But I mean, mean, when we were in the studio, we always always, uh, saw that, like, you know, there's... The life expectancy of a student, it was between that. Two or three years. Two, two or three years. Two to three years. Somebody who right? stayed more than two, three years was like a, a regular. Yeah. Like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so it's it's not uncommon. So people just feel they stuck, they get stuck. And the the easier that it came to you in the beginning, the more likely for you to actually um, leave. Leave. Because if, it, if one of the good things about being stiff or, or weak or both in the beginning is that everything is going to take you that amount of effort but you're used to that already and and so when things get really hard is this more of the same it's, it's more of the same and in reality you think oh but I'm, I'm going to go much lower than everybody else you're not because you're used to you've trained yourself to be to that work ethic work ethic and it's going to actually Pay take off. you much much further it's counterintuitive yeah <laughs> So, is that the word? Then um, I also would say that it also depends a lot. I mean, one thing is structurally like how your body is built, but also like, you know, how are you as a person? Are you a, a very stressed? I'm uh, super good looking. <laughs> would that help me? I don't mean, I don't mean like that. So that's, what you, that's the question. That's I what don't you mean ask. like that. Just let me, let me finish. <laughs> Like gorgeous, you, gorgeous, really. Are you are you a very stressed out person? No, no, no. not really, no. no. So I mean, like you know, because the tonicity in your body and the like, you know, how how much tightness your fascia can hold, then determines a lot of the outcome or and your mindset as well. You know, are you one of those people that think, oh my god, back bends, and you started already like Stress getting out. stressed out or tense about it? Like, I have to go oh. to the bathroom and everything. <laughs> Is that one of those? <laughs> like one of, one of those people that get really gets really stressed out about it, um, or you know, or you on your daily life you just used to have everything under control. Oh, once again, once again. You said then, fascia. What is that? Why? 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 Because I mean, fascia cover. I, I can't believe that we're we we're just we're just talking about that. But fascia covers you know all the muscles and tissues in the body. You know, it's like a and some parts of our body is a little bit thicker than, than others. But it could be, you know, very tra- almost like f- transparent to, you know, some thickness into it. But it covers, you know, the whole the whole body, like a just skin. like a skin, like a second skin underneath underneath your skin. So, and but, why is it important for back bends? Because fascia fascia actually, um, it's been shown that muscles actually don't cannot tense for a long period of time, right? So you can you can only can only exert or work for a certain amount of a period of time, but it's very taxing, it's very demanding for the body, it's very, you know, energy consuming. But fascia, no, fascia can be tense all the time, you know. And so if you're, let's say you're a very stressed out person, you have a very stressful job, you have, I don't know, you just, you stress mm-hmm. out about everything, then it's going to get stored in there. And that's also why when you go do something relaxing, like you go get acupuncture, you go get a massage, or you just listen to relaxing music or something, or you play an instrument that you really like, or you just do something. You do backbends better. Then you're going to do backbends better. 
you know, because it's it's just that's gonna be my strategy then. <laughs> it's like why why playing the guitar instead before, of practicing before. No. I'm gonna do my backbend practice and I lay down <laughs> on the sofa. And you can lay lay down. I mean, to to a degree, to a degree, uh-huh. to a degree. No, that's not, what I heard. <laughs> no, no. That's what I just heard. You interpret it. You interpret it what what I said, but it's not exactly the same. But you know, so that plays a role, just like many other elements play a role. You know, like um, how hot the room is. You know, what kind of temperature are you practicing in? Are you practicing in a very cold climate? Are you practicing in a very warm? You know, um, I mean, I, I like to use, like you know, I, I like to use a back warmer, what's called a back warmer, which I highly recommend. I mean, if you, if for anyone listening that practices in cold weather, and it's like it changed my practice completely because your back doesn't feel cold. You know, if you're one of those people that gets cold easily, I do. Um, so then to kind of preserve that warmness, you know, sensation, warmth, warmth. <laughs> that to preserve that warmth in the body. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Don't, don't spit, don't spit, don't spit, don't spit. Uh, to, to, um, keep that warmth in, in the body. Then I, it's like a fleece that covers, you know, the, your, your, the middle of your torso and it's like it's amazing so you can you know you can travel with it and whatever you go you always feel kind of warm when you practice and that you're gonna you're gonna suffer less and have a better practice and much uh, less of an effort practice if you you know if you practice in, in a nice warmer climate or warmer setup you know that that also helps that's why people in Siberia are so stiff then mm. Not, not necessarily, not necessarily, but, uh, you know, but it's, it, it could be an element. I also think that one thing that is highly overlooked is the sequence that you practice and the order of the poses. I, I pay a lot of attention to that because for me, that was crucial, a crucial element. I realized very early on, oh, if I warm up my shoulders a little bit more, then I would suffer less during my backbend practice. Or if I stretch my hip flexors and you know, my quads, then I would suffer less during my practice, right? And I think that's pretty obvious for everyone. Um, but I don't think people f- realize fully how important that is. Like to what degree can actually that make a difference? Because it, it really does. If you warm up your body progressively and and properly, yes, then you're going to have a much better experience. Not only are you going to go deeper in all the poses that that you'll go, but that you'll try, but it's going to be so much more effortless. It's it's night and day. It really is. It really is. So you have to adapt it. And if you think, oh, this is too early, like I, I don't... Pushing into a wheel, for instance, I try to go into, into a wheel, my shoulders hurt or this hurts or something hurts. Check if, would you, have you warm up enough your shoulders, you know, prior to that, to, so that you, you actually have a much better experience when you, when you, um, when you do your practice. And to, and, and to practice properly, you recommend the classes in the See Yoga Life library, right? <laughs> our, our sponsor, Absol- abs- us. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I would recommend the, my, my classes. But, um, but I mean, you get, you're absolutely 
I always encourage everyone to experiment because everybody is different. You know, like you have to adapt the sequence to your own body, which is everybody is unique. Every human body is unique. So you have a unique conditions, whether it's your own flexibility, your own sports that you've practiced, your own injuries that you had in the past, but, or but, you know, and all again. that. So it really, you have to, Adjust it and tweak it to, to your practice. Yes, yeah. But if you're okay. doing bends, you want to warm up the shoulders, warm up the back, warm up the hip flexors, and that is kind of universal. How much of each depends on what is more stiff for you, in which order may yes. depend for you. But everybody has to warm up those three things. For example, yes. that is not unique to anybody. I mean, everybody must warm up those in more or less quantity. Be, depending on who you are and how you're built. Yes. But you have to do that. You, ha you have to do that. But the order of how you do that, how many breaths you take in each, in which specific poses, you know, because, okay, let's warm up the shoulders. Boy, that's just a, a number of things that you can do to warm up the shoulders, right? Uh, let's warm up the spine or let's warm up the hip flexors. There's a number of things. And maybe some poses or some drills or some exercises will be better than others and you know you have to kind of try out and see which ones I mean there are obviously some some of those drills poses etc that are very universal that can help a lot of people and chances are you are in that group because we always want to think that we are unique I am unique my body is so weird it just does really weird things and in reality The 95% is the same and you're 5% like everybody else. It's exactly. Because my wrists are awesome. Yeah, your wrists, are, your wrists are very flexible, for instance. Everything else is normal. <laughs> but uh, but it's chances are that the, the poses that work for everyone else will also gonna work also gonna work for you. But you know, you have to see for yourself. That's why when I used to When I started yoga and I used to practice, you know, like some vinyasa, vinyasa flow or something, and I that would drive me crazy because I would feel already, okay, my hamstrings are warm up enough, but not my hip flexors or not my shoulders. I need to more time for that. You know, I, I, I felt like, okay, I, if I could warm up a little bit more the shoulders, I think I could do this. You know, it was just something that it was always lingering in the back of my mind. And so that, <clears throat> I think, invited me to explore all that area of the warm, how, up warm up, how to warm up the body, what, what things to do, what things not to do. I think that was, that put me on that path. That and also having a lot of privates and people that were very limited in their range. So I had to modify every single thing for them and and yet still have a pleasant experience, right? A good class and, you know, a good outcome of a class. So Is I there think a better order? Like uh, when you say backbends, I mean, again, generic, vanilla, everybody, the 95% case, not the exception, but is there a best order, best practice, best? Like you don't know anybody, you, do you have a new client? Do you have never tried them? They say, I would like to try backbends today, you know? So like the, how will you start? Um, well, always to me, I like to be on the cautious side. So le less is more. So even if they say they're fine, um, 
I'm go- not going to do too much on the first day, like like crazy backbends or crazy difficult backbends or something. Even if they say this is fine because I need to see how you feel tomorrow, you know, and how how sore you are, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, so I like to do, you know, like some small mobility drills or, you know, when you do your standing poses, you warm up with some arm movements or, you know, different, different kind of lunges, different kind of like small arches in the spine, things that are just gradually taking you a little bit deeper, you know? So um, I like to, when I warm up the spine, I don't like to only go front and back. I like to also do rotation, so I like to do twists. I think that is, that's very beneficial and it helps a lot. Um, also, it's going to lengthen the big, long muscles of the back, like your lats and uh, erectors, etc. So when you're you know, twisting, rotating the spine, that is going to give another dimension. Uh, I mean, this hip, fle- hip flexors are... That, is, that was going to ask about that, because I mean... I are usually very stubborn. Yeah, because... I don't, I mean, I cannot do anything, you know, my practice, my, my strength <laughs> yes, is, you can. is, yes, you is the can. wrist, my strength is my wrists, but, uh, <laughs> the, I, but I've, I've been taking photographs of you forever, I've had, we had the studio, I've seen a thousand people practice in front of me, the area that I see most neglected for me is the hip flexors, because usually people come in, when they say I'm a backbender, they have a flexible back, and when they say a backbender, they usually have a low back, flexible back, right? That is where usually they are flexible. When they have to work on the upper back, very few people have a, a some, back. Some people some, some people do. I mean, we've seen people, yeah. fantastic examples of that, but it is less common. We've seen people with very open shoulders too, but I haven't really seen anybody coming with, a, with very open hip flexors day one. Usually they have to work on it, and usually they don't like to work on them for some reason. And uh, there are some moves where they make a huge difference. Hmm. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. I have oh. seen some people that are uh, very flexible in the hip flexors. You know, they can do like very beautiful splits. I mean, beautiful, I mean, square, square and leveled and everything. I mean, the pelvis is not rotating in any direction. direction. It's just going really straight as you go into splits. But I maybe because of our lifestyles of being sitting so many hours and driving and working on a computer or something or sitting, even when we relax, um, air quotes, right? When, when we relax, we're just lounging on a, watching Netflix or whatever show that, that we're watching. So the normal state of, for, the, for the hip flexors are, is a shortened state, you know, for the most part. So... Obviously, that has to account for something when you are trying to stretch those out. Also, if you think about it, I mean, um, spine and hips, they connect, right? At, at, um, at the they, end they, of the spine? They share... Where the ass is? Is, <laughs> is that the share. area you mean? Is that what you mean? Structurally, the sacrum, the sac- if you think about it, the sacrum is part of the spine. The butt crack. <laughs> So is that, <laughs> not, uh, not the bike ride. It's part of it's part of your spine, but also I mean it just uh, it is kind of you could think about it. Okay, it's part of your hips, right? Mm-hmm. I mean it's because it's just right there, 
So they share so many commonalities and so many different muscles and tendons that attach, et cetera, and, and they share that. So um, it's not uncommon then that you know these hip flexors are one of the most one of the tightest areas in the body. I also feel that there's um, you know, this might might get like a little bit woo woo out there. Go for but there's, it. <laughs> I know, that is I know why we you did. I know you love that. We don't I, really know who's listening, so just go for but, it. But um, if there is some storage in the body, if you believe your body stores things, I do, I do. You, you do. I like do. You, you store your emotions. Do you believe your story? I your, do. In my st- joints, mostly. You, you store your emotions, or you store uh, your experiences in your life. Relationship, or, relationship with my mother or, or things whatever yes. whatever that you, all you, that stuff um, I think emotionally definitely everything that happens to you you get some sort of your body absorbs you know that shock constantly and absorbs like you know like whether it's good or bad or something and it gets if you have, if it absorbs it it's gonna get stored somewhere and the hips is a very normal place for things to get stored you know, and get stuck in there. So it, when you're trying to shake that up and stretch that out, and but we, I mean, we know that is true. Because I mean, it, we've then seen hip flexors. Then you're gonna be like, whoa, all kinds of emotions yeah. may may arise. And I honestly, I mean, I've seen that happening way too many times exactly. to not not believe on that. Give, give credit to that because I I honestly believe it. It is true. I mean, we are very complex beings, and we absorb all the things like any bad thing that is happening, any good thing good thing that is happening, all that you just you soak on that. You really do. And then it gets, unless you consciously release that somehow and you, you meditate and use some sort of release technique, releasing technique, if not, it's going to stay within you. I mean, it happened to me all the time. I would get sick if uh, from teaching so much or from teaching from so many privates or something. I had to do that that release all the time, many, 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 many times. You know, when I when I was teaching, just ground myself and just kind of let all that energy that had passed from my students to me just let all that energy go. You have to, you know, it's happened. I mean, it's it's gotten me sick so many times. So yeah, it's essential for backbends. No, but it's <laughs> for it, every class. So then, following on what you were saying, I I think that also has. One of the reasons why the hip flexors may be also so mm. tight and so tense. It's also very easy to cheat. Um, like you think you're stretching your hip flexors, but you're not really stretching them well. You're not really you're you opening the your hip a little hips, bit sideways. You're opening your hips. You're just you're cheating. It's just so easy. Your body is so sneaky, and it wants to find the most comfortable way. Exactly, find the most comfortable position. Like that it can afford, so maybe, so whenever you ask it, okay, let's just square things out, it's another, a whole other sensation, you know, a whole other thing. But um, if you want to, coming back to, circling back to what your, your, your initial question, how do, how do I get awesome The contortion is back when, yes, please. Awesome back please. With a stiff back. Um, frequency, like how often do you practice Backbends. Like, I mean, if you because it's dedication, so mm. <laughs> you're like in a week, not gonna happen. No, no not gonna happen. Okay. In a year, not gonna happen. No. But how often are you willing to practice backbends consistently, seriously, so that you're gonna get somewhere? Twice a week. Twice a week. Twice a week. 
twice a week. Well, once a week. Once a week. Well, every other week. (laughs) You're doing it worse and worse and worse (laughs) each time. Um, It's just not going to happen. You know? (laughs) In in my in my in my opinion, I mean, that advanced backbending requires very consistent, you know, day. After so how day many days do I need, day. or how much practice do I need to improve my backbends? Let's reach for less. Improve. That's that's yes. a that's a big. You went yeah. down yeah. quite a few notches. I'm there, giving up on my dreams. <laughs> no, and, I'm, uh, I'm not asking you to give up on your dreams. I am. I am. But um, you crushed them. <laughs> no, I would say. Once, twice a week, you can definitely see big changes. If you're, you know, if you practice consistently, you're definitely going to see changes happening. But you have to stick with it. You have to continue to practice them. Same as every other thing, you know. If you don't don't practice it, it's just not not going to happen. You know? But do you do like two backbend practice and that's it, or do you do like uh, balancing one, some other theme? I mean, because our classes go by theme. So that's how we think, right? So we don't like mix in the same class this and this and that. You would definitely suggest that or advise. The reason for that is because I, there's just so many things to explore in the backbend world or in the hip opener world or in the arm balance or the inversion world. And you don't, if I want to do a class of everything, of all the poses, let's you know, a salad of everything. We're just going to touch the most normal or basic things because there's no time physically to take you from safely, from a back bend to a hip opener, to some splits, to some inversions. There's just no time. Like, how long is the class? 60 minutes, 70, 75 minutes, 90 minutes of a practice. I, I cannot take you there. So Safely. Safely. Yes, I mean, I would go like, I just dream, like, let's just go, leg behind the head, and now a wheel, and now, you know, splits, and now we're going to go into a kapotasana. I mean, yes, of course, and you can call pose, poses up and just and just do whatever. But if you want to progressively take them and safely take them there, your students there, it's just, or yourself, it's not going to happen. So for me, I, I like to explore that range, that one range of mobility. Same as when you go to the gym and people are like, let's do legs, legs day or arms day or something day, right? And then the next day is something else. And then you give a chance to your body to recover, you know, from back bends, And then we do, I don't know, splits. And we do hip openers and uh, next day, or we do more balances. And then your arms are fried from doing so many balances or so many handstands. And then you do some other thing and so on, right? It just kind of, Kind of like that. But one thing I have to say, and, and it's just that drives me crazy when it comes to backbends especially. Backbends and, and also hip, some hip openers, but is that people do not stay in the pose enough. Yeah. enough right? And I don't know if it is because it's, you're uncomfortable. I think that has to something to do with that. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm a wild guess here, wild guess, but... Yeah, yeah. And the fa- the fact that in social media, like you know, you see all those reels in five, ten seconds, fifteen seconds. You just you see a progression that it takes. Here's took, a flow. It took like so long to actually get there. You know, even if you're just doing watching one pose, like one pose from the beginning to the end in ten seconds, like you know, accelerated or sped, sp- uh, speed up. It usually 
it's it's going to take several 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 breaths to actually take you there because you want your body to open from very specific areas you know you want to access specific parts of your body that usually they're just it's not a natural thing so you have to search for it you have to find it and connect with it and that takes time you know brain nervous system everything it takes time to really connect with this group of muscles or with this area of your body so doesn't you, like the back have like 17 layers of muscle or something or? <laughs> 17 17 okay. 17 no, up, up to six and in, in so in okay. some parts of, of your back uh, but it, it was it's just like you know when I teach a class, it's one of the things I say the most is stay in the pose, stay in the pose, stay in the pose. I mean, I just, I listen to myself, I'm like, uh, I'm just, I sound like a broken record so many times because you can only experience that those changes and everlasting changes if you stay in the pose for more breaths than what you think is okay, right? And all the time, like, Wheel classes are the fastest classes because people are like, let's go into wheel, five breaths. And they're like, okay, first breath and everyone is already down. <laughs> everybody's just resting on the floor. Not everybody, but a big portion of the class, a big chunk of the class is already down. And I, it just drives me nuts. And, and then it's like, I never, I'm never improving my back bends. I, I'm never going to improve. And I always tell them, well, if it's very uncomfortable, tell me. And we can modify, we can find some other thing that you can actually stay. It's important that you stay with a certain level of relaxation. I mean, you're making an effort, you want to make an effort, but with a certain ease. Like an 80%. Well. Right. Yes. I no? Think that's, yeah. yeah. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, when you, when you do backbends, do you suffer all the time when you're doing, when you're doing your, your, your backbends? But, I mean, I don't, cannot do anything on the one hand, but I've been around this world for so long. Right. That I have my favorite ones, right? right. So, uh, wheel is really, really hard for me. And also, my shoulders don't do very well. Like, uh, they, they get tired really fast and they just kind of work, stop working. So, my most favorite thing is either standing back against the wall or kapotasana against the wall. Like, the, the knees. The knees on the ground and my hands on the wall. I so, see. you get the arch. It's a bit of uh, staying there. It's not so much weight on the arms itself, but... It's a lot of, uh, I can push on the wall. So right. I, I can still push on the wall. So I get the feeling of pushing against the wall and stretching the arms. I can work very much on sending the chest out, right? The hip flexors are like not doing not much or nothing, right? So I, I remove one of the components of the back bend. So it's, I it's mean, very, your hip flexors are... It's, I mean, a little bit. Do you being, feel some stretch? Yeah, I you feel everything. I mean, usually... <laughs> <laughs> you feel everything. No, no, no. But, uh, the one part that I, I know I have to come out is when my belly button starts stretching. <laughs> so if, if I go in, right? Wait, and, uh, you, you feel your belly button stretching? Swear to God. After, like, so if much. I stay like three, four breaths. So if I stay like with the first breath, it's more like shoulders and back, like the big muscles, no? Like the big, the, the big, the bones, you know, like stuff like but that. Maybe it's your, you, you like, maybe it's your rectus abdomini. Maybe, no, maybe it's your, your it's middle. It's the belly button. It looks like a, it's going to like, Pop or something like the like thing is gonna break or like <laughs> like, I, like, yeah, break, like the whole like, thing is gonna break, break yeah. apart. Yes, it's bad. So when I feel my belly button is in danger, I come <laughs> out. That is my my backbend secret. Now everybody knows. I'm just sharing my secrets with the world, and that's all I have to say. I mean, now you know. And uh, so far, it's safe. It's, it's still healthy. It's good. 
It's in its place. It's still there. It's all still, good. Still there. It hasn't but worked. It hasn't worked. That for me is my, my, my body telling me, get the fuck out. Now. Yeah. Like, uh, you I, know what I mean? I see. So, uh, yeah, it's a belly button. And then I have to go really, really slow when I come out because my head is like all over the place. It's like, whoa. So I have to come slowly. And I try to relax my neck and everything, right? But uh, I it's have more to like breathe w- nicely. When you're, you, you, you mentioned a couple of really interesting things. My belly button? No, no. That's I thought it was not, number one. That's not the most interesting. That is very particular to you. I always found that very weird, like, honestly. Like, but you didn't you're the like... only person I have ever met that you're like, my belly button hurts so much. When I, when I do this, we're going to get so many messages of people saying, <laughs> I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, brother. My belly button, too. When you are, uh, do you do you feel like you're overusing your neck when you're doing backbends, when you're doing like your camel? It or? is so uncomfortable that the body is in that feeling of, I have to survive, right? That I have to make a conscious effort to relax in such an uncomfortable, it's like the whole fight or fright fight or fright or whatever, that, that response thing, right? So the body goes into a respond to fight against the situation kind of, right? So I have to say, relax, like let go. Then so I have I, to convince my head to switch modes. What if you don't go that deep in the back bend? No, that, no, that is in a normal stage. You know, like, a, like it happens really fast for me. Like the head, the whole head thing? The whole being like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. I, I don't see. have to, I mean... You would see me and you would be like, oh my God, Moises, how can you be stressed out doing that? That's what I mean. Yeah. Very, very fast. My body goes into get me out of here. So I know it's going to get tense. So I try to relax. I mean, I know that it's going to happen. It can definitely be trained. I mean, it can definitely be trained more if you the more you make yourself be in those uncomfortable situations or positions, not incredibly hard. Yeah, like at 80%, just, so I can fight, you know? uncomfortable. Or I can relax, I have some then, consciousness still going on. It, it, it is, I, I assure you, it can, it can improve. That can definitely improve so much. So, 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 so much. Like being in that, you push the ceiling of being, you know, or you're pushing that, that limit a little bit further away each time. Each time, I don't know each time, but every month for sure, you, you're going to de- definitely feel a difference of how much you can actually do or hold or, you know. All so those each poses. time I can be more uncomfortable and still be okay. Yes, basically. It sounds like you, a plan. Or you can, go, I you can wait. go deeper. You can go, you have more range, you know. You can go deeper, but start to feel uncomfortable later. Okay. You know, instead of now, in five seconds. Okay. So it sounds, I don't know, it doesn't sound very appealing to you right right now, but, uh, but yes, so that's, that's, that's what you can do. And then um, I think that you mentioned uh, like tangentially a little bit, but uh, it's like using props to help you to yeah. improve your, your backbends. I think Pull that the is, wall. I think it's actually a very, a very good point. You know, you can use props in a way that it doesn't have to be the backbend completely passive and relaxing, but you can still work to make it, make that prop help you and still get a lot of benefits out of that. Like what you're saying in wheel that happens to many people, many, many, many people have a really hard time holding wheel, pressing up into wheel from the ground and just, you know, all kinds of things from their wrists to shoulders back 
to lower back, to knee pain, ankle pain, you name it. I mean, everything can hurt or anything, any combination of factors can, can hurt. Not just the back, it can be, or the shoulders. It can be absolutely anything. So uh, like doing, uh, like, like toning it down that, that wheel. I like to do like standing, standing back bend against the wall. So you arch back and deal until your fingertips find the wall. And it could be a very, you know, a very mild, mild arch. But we're starting to work and starting to develop the patterns that you want to have when you go into your back bends so that you don't get into surviving mode or panic mode that early and you have your tools to, in case you get a little bit anxious, you know how to react to that. Because, I mean, what you're experiencing, I mean, I experience it too in deep back bends as well. I think there's a very deep connection with your nervous system as well. So when you're doing, I don't know, a chin scorpion, right? And you're putting your chin on the floor, your arch chin, you're sending your legs over, but it gets, and then you put your feet on the floor, for totally, instance. Totally, totally. But it, let's say, let's say, but it gets to a point that you start to wonder. Am I going to you know, die? You, um, is this, is this safe? Okay, is good. this good so for me? Is this... Am I going to be able to breathe? Am I going to pass out? How am I stretching too far? Is this too much for my neck? Is something going to happen? You know, just a lot of things that start to go through your mind, all that, and you start to get a little bit of frantic and you're breathing. So you need to relax, relax and calm down okay. that, that nervous system. And that is a big component of deep back bends. Same for deep hip openers. It can happen the same thing. Oh, my, my, my knee is going to pop or my hip. What's it going to happen to my leg? Will, will I be able to be, will, will I be okay? I mean, a lot of things, right? So when you're in these deep poses, there's something that starts to, that gets triggered and you start to wonder what's, what's it going to be. And so you, that, I that relax, too relaxation. I think many of us get there. I think, I you think, think so? a, lot, a lot of, I mean, I think that I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm going to break anything. That nervousness is is more common than you think. Or or, or you, I don't know, for for instance, you have a shoulder injury, right? And you're trying yeah, that too. and you're trying to like let's say do a pose that is called ekapada rajakapotasana where mm -hmm. you just you're you're lunging for instance mm -hmm. and you bend your back leg or you're doing pigeon and you bend your back leg and you try to grab that foot with both hands. And then if you, you're using a strap to complete, to kind of do, the, do this back bend, but then it's how much should I pull? Is my shoulder gonna be okay? Is this, is this safe? So all of that is going on through your mind. It is. You know, as, as you're doing that. So it's more frequent than you think. True. Like all those questions and all those things that happen to you. That's why before any of those questions start to arise, then you want to make sure you are in the best state possible, you know, like anatomically and physically, uh, okay, breath, breath-wise, everything, you know, like, mm, okay, good, 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 good. And then when things start to arise, then you want to be there and just see if you can control them, write with them, be with them, instead of going deeper. Many people go deeper into the, into the post and that only gets worse and worse and worse that fear and that panicky mode it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse until you have to come out yeah. you have to you have to i mean i so it's I, th I think for me that is a very fascinating element of some of the advanced poses mm -hmm. i mean again i don't know the advanced poses i don't kind of do so many poses but i've i mean i've been doing this for too long and i've had 
like in injuries or like my shoulders were not cooperating for so, 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 so long. The one thing that worked for me was doing simpler poses, but holding them for much, much longer than you would think. Yeah. You know, so it is not a question of I'm going to keep pushing the boundary to see how far I can get. So this thing recovers. And that was not the way. I mean, further or deeper was not the way. It was stay longer. The way to actually like do it less, but stay longer. Are you yeah. gonna, I mean, take a level where you can gauge continuously, consciously. Am I still okay? Am I still okay? Am I still okay? Am I still okay? Right? So, and you can keep it for a very long time. And that is, that is what recovered my shoulders at least the most, or anything that I had in terms of injuries, the most. I, I agree. I think, I think that is highly underrated. Because right? you were talking could, about holding the pose. Hold, holding like the a, pose. And, um, and many times when I ask you hold the pose, it's actually not that deep of a pose. I, and you're welcome to modify, come out, 10%. Do it less deep. 15%, 20%. Absolutely, you can do it 100%. You, you, you can do uh, ad adapted, but try to stay, stay. In, in, in the pose, right? So it's definitely going to have a lot of a lot of benefits. And I think, I don't know if it's a society that we're living also today or, you know, or that we just, it's just uncomfortable to be there and people don't want to be put in those uncomfortable situations or positions. I think positions. that people a thousand years ago were uncomfortable in backbends still. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's just us. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But it's just, it's part of the game of the practice, you know, to kind of combine all of that together and, you know, mind, body, breath, and you just kind of, you're like, like a little bit like an alchemist and you experiment with that and you play with that and just see what happens and and what results you get. I mean, pretty soon you realize that you're not going to, in the long run, you're not going to stay in yoga for achieving poses or something. It's something else much deeper that hooks you into it, into the practice, and you just, you feel... Like after backbends, many times you feel so clean. relaxed or clean. The yeah. word is clean. I clean. I think it's a very very cleansing process, detoxifying. Right? You you feel like you get emotions just, out. Emotions out. You just release a lot of energy, yeah. so a lot of tension. Um, you name it, and, and people usually feel like they took uh, got some weight off their shoulders or their hips. They just can move so much better. So it's just that feeling is amazing and you crave that and you want to pursue that all the time that sensation over and over right and yes so it's just part of a not so much i'm gonna i did this pose this new pose which is great but you quickly forget that but your body doesn't forget the sensations that it had you know when you did the last backbend practice like mm, yes I, I want that again i want to feel that open and just that release, it releases so much. And I mean, and we keep saying like, uh, practice for you, don't compare yourself to others, it's not about the pose, but your body rewards that exactly. I mean, the body rewards that you go to a pose where you make some kind of effort, because I think it, the body rewards the effort you make, like staying in the pose in terms of the effort, making sure that it's a bit hard in terms of the effort, that you're a bit uncomfortable in terms of the effort, like, Little efforts, continuous efforts, enough efforts, long efforts. 
And you don't need to do the pose. You don't need to do it better than the person next to you. You don't do it. But you still need to feel it a little bit like an effort. That is yeah. what the body seems like to be rewarding the most. Yes. I mean, if you read a lot of you know, reviews or you know, texts that will tell you like stressing the body, stressing the bones, stressing the muscles, stressing the, the joints, it will actually keep them limber, your bones denser, etc. Right? So, it, yes. So it it's is. just, it's definitely going that a little bit of an extra pressure that you're applying, not much. And you have to walk this this fine edge, right? How much is too much? And then you miss, and you're like, oh, I injured myself. <laughs> How much is too little? Well, too little is, is not bad because so, but you, I mean, know, you can... Too little is you don't feel an effort. You, you don't feel much of an effort. Okay, fine. But, you know, it just, you, you kind of play safe, right? But so if, if you want to... S- I forgot, I forgot my, my train of thought, sorry. Make a small effort and be gorgeous. <laughs> That's what you're going to say. No, I, I was not going to say that. I think you said that because bones go denser and the joints go limber. You want... You want That's what I heard. You, you're paying attention. I do. You're, you're you said of, limber. You, I like the word. Kind of, I don't know why. You're kind of paying attention to what I'm saying. Maybe but, that's but, it's, <laughs> but it is... It, it will definitely... Your body will reward that, that you know, that... Um, that extra effort that, that you're gonna put, and yes, I think it's it's a, it's a wonderful thing. I, I always like to like to see people in my classes. I don't care like how back how much of a backbender you are and how you know amazing your backbends look, but how much effort are you putting into the class? That is really like the currency, you know that that is just so so valuable. Like you see someone just working hard. I'm like I love this. Just and then that person, not you know, not super deep in the backbends. Who cares? It's just so great, and we have fun, and it just it, we explore. It's just it's so miraculous, and also very fulfilling, right? You also have someone that is very bendy in the class, and it doesn't take them any effort or anything. It's just so they effortless. They won't come back. Yeah, it's not for, I mean, they should do something else. If if you cannot get into the class and get to a level that you feel the effort, try something else. You should try something else. Maybe they can try the contortion thing that you were saying. Yeah, they the should be the ones. They the should be the ones. You know, they should. They should be the ones to go for the contortion. I mean, but it's yeah, it's just it's it's yeah. all that. But that that exchange of energies is also yeah. it's also important. I think it's just we're not really discovering. I mean, we we haven't discovered anything really yet about that connection backbends brain nervous system muscles bones joints. It's, everything is such a mesh that we just we haven't figured out yet how how it works. I mean, this so, is still like episode five of the podcast, so we have enough to figure it out. You know. Yeah, he <laughs> say we, you and I, right? We have. Uh, well, you, I don't know. If I don't know if you'll figure it out, because uh, I, I don't know with your with your belly button with technique. your belly button technique. I'm not sure Watch out. if it, if it's gonna like, if it's gonna work, but. Like, but yes, alright. I think we're done. I think <laughs> I feel it. I feel like I'm done. You feel you feel, you yeah. feel like you I feel like you, I want to finish. You feel like I want to finish. Yep. I feel like I want to say something more, but I forgot. So maybe we can See, save it. We can save it for, so for way. next time. For yep. next time. No? Yeah, Twenty episodes from now. Exactly. Exactly. I have to say that you I like the music that you created. Like, did you compose that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you compose yeah, the music yeah, from yeah, the like podcast. Four notes. Four notes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Wow, yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's cool. It's I, awesome. I like it. It's just catchy. It's just, it's just awesome. It's, it's catchy. It's catchy. Just awesome. All right, thank you, thank okay. you, so thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. This is Carmen and Moises, and you're listening to Yoga Burn. See you next time. Bye bye.